Welcome to the Australian Digital Health Agency podcast, supporting health professionals to realise a healthier future for Australians through connected healthcare. Hello and welcome to the Australian Digital Health Agency podcast. I'm Dr. Andrew Rochford and I will be your host today. Before we get started, I would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we are broadcasting from and in which we are listening. I wish to acknowledge their continuing connection to land, sea and community and I pay my respects to them and to Elders past, present and emerging and extend the respect to any Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples joining us today. My health record is an online summary of a person's health information. Using existing clinical software, nurses can read and add to a person's ongoing medical information. Today, we are going to be talking to nurses about how the My Health Record system can benefit both patients and doctors and nurses and the tips and tricks that they have developed over time for using the system. It is my pleasure to introduce the panel that is joining me today on this podcast. First up, Angela Ryan is a registered nurse and agency's chief clinical information officer. Susan Blackaby, nurse educator for APNA, the Australian Primary Care Nurses Association. Kate Renzenbrink, Kate is the chief nursing and midwifery information officer at Bendigo Health and Susan Emerson is an experienced aged care nurse and has held a number of different roles in the aged care sector, both operationally and at policy level. Susan is a clinical reference lead with ADHA. Welcome all and thank you for joining me today. I'm going to kick things off by asking, what are some of the challenges nurses like yourselves face when trying to get all of the information that you need when caring for a person? I don't mind who would like to start this one. Sue, would you like to kick things off? Thank you very much. So in um, aged care, there are often when we um, are in the admission and introduction process of meeting somebody new who's entering an aged care facility, for example, or becoming uh, requiring a community aged care package, there are challenges with finding the right information at the right time in the right place to make to give us the information we need to support a smooth transition into services and to understand what the needs of the older person in particular are. Uh, in my experience in aged care, uh, the My Health Record is just the most wonderful tool that we can use, particularly because people are often stressed and worried or um, and finding it very difficult to think of their history, to think of um, their, their medications, for example. And um, this is one example of how something like the My Health Record can help nurses in the aged care context. So the challenges hospital nurses have in uh, getting all the, the health information uh, that they need when caring for, for a patient uh, is, is really related to, to the way information moves around the system. So hospitals uh, care for patients at, at very particular times in, in a, a patient's life or a person's life. So, so that information coming with the patient is is the, one of the biggest challenges uh, because information is uh, is everywhere. Uh, so, so if we can um, uh, make sure that that information stays with the patient, that's that's much a much easier uh, proposition for for patients coming in to have care in hospital. Uh, but hospital care isn't just inpatient care; it's outpatient care as well. So nurses do a lot of coordinating. Uh, around patient information before the patient even steps in inside the, the front doors of a hospital. So primary care nurses are all the nurses who don't work in the hospital system. So you find us in general practice and community health, 
schools and specialist rooms, aged care, rural and remote clinics and injustice health under corrections. So we deliver care to people where they live in communities. And it's that very nature of geography for us in primary care nursing that can potentially immediately limit our interaction with other parts of the health system. So primary care nursing is nursing of the whole patient. And if we have limited access to all of the healthcare information about our patients, it really does impact on our ability to make the best clinical decisions in a timely way. And that's what uh, my health record and digital health has changed for us. I just wanted to make a comment, I guess, from the perspective of the uh, rural and remote nurse. I recently spent some time uh, back when we were able to visit uh, or cross boundaries or see people in in person. And I spent some time visiting uh, different emergency departments uh, in different states and territories. I was lucky enough to uh, spend a little bit of time in Carnarvon uh, in northwestern Australia and we were doing a uh, a session around the benefits of my health record um, uh, relative to, you know, well, the emergency department context, but we were meeting with lots of different clinicians, uh, many of whom were nurses. We did, we during the course of that uh, session, we had the opportunity to connect with a remote area nurse who was working in a very remote community, and he had not previously had much access to or awareness of, in fact, of my health record, and uh, he was the only person uh, at this particular community uh, hadn't seen another uh, health worker for about three months and was going to be spending a sort of a sustained period of time there. So he was the primary caregiver, and taking him through that process and providing him with the information he needed to access the system. Uh, And then he was able to use that information to access a a patient uh, who had just been in his clinic. So I could really see the lights go on there because that was a discharge summary that had been uploaded, you know, obviously right out of area. So I think we really see the value um, as has been described in so many different settings, but just the value of having information available to you at all times um, and information that you would not otherwise have had had the opportunity to see. Andrew, I'm reminded that it can be very helpful for um, nurses in aged care homes um, when somebody arrives you know, we talk about the isolation that nurses experience in community and particularly in rural and remote communities. Older people themselves can be very isolated in metropolitan areas too. And quite often um, the services that, uh, you know, that the move to a residential aged care facility comes um, at a time where they don't have support people around them and their ability to tell their story and recall their history can be challenged. The My Health record can really help them then in um, when they're not able to, to and by sharing it with nurses, they can provide information that can be crucial in developing a care plan um, in partnership with the GP, who may be a new GP. We, we aim for uh, continuity of care, but sometimes that can't happen. And sometimes um, older people are even relocated from their com- communities where they've lived. So having that continuous and secure place where nurses can access good information is just essential and um, has really provided a good tool because it's those sort of compressed, all the all the assessments and things that need to happen in, in a really um, quite quickly when somebody comes, particularly from a hospital setting, um, the My Health record can really help. Yeah, I might just add that 
Uh, we're seeing an explosion of, of health technologies and especially information platforms. But uh, I think my health record is really important because it belongs to the consumer. Uh, so a lot of the information systems that are developed are, are service oriented. They they work for the the way the health service is organised. So there is really nothing out there that uh, when I said information needs to go with the patient. Um, that's not just uh, about the patient, that, that it belongs to the patient. So uh, the ability to curate uh, your own health information and uh, help you better understand what's a priority for you uh, and, and for your healthcare, um, being able to potentially review things with, with like blood test results and, and imaging results with the, the people that are caring for you, I think is, is really important. So we're seeing consumers, patients use lots of different apps and technologies to manage their own health, uh, wearables and Fitbits and things like that. And I think there is a, a, a nice uh, parallel or a, an alignment with uh, my health record as a, as a, a way to, to manage uh, your health information so so that you actually get the, the health care that, that works for you and helps you. Angela, what are some of the benefits you're seeing? Thanks, Andrew. The key benefit I see is in medicines information, so access to a rich source of medicines information. And I, I guess I would step back slightly and say that uh, my health record exists because we obviously don't currently have an interoperable health system. And as has been described by others, it is difficult to see informa information outside of your own uh, area health service or uh, jurisdiction. Certainly, medicines information is usually talked about as being uh, one of the most important pieces of information to access. And I think if we consider and look at the problem that we've been trying to solve for a very long time is that huge scale of medications misadventure that occurs that ends up in roughly 250,000 hospital admissions annually and that costs the system about 1.4 billion dollars so even just that alone uh, having access particularly through the, the medicines view which will bring all of those uh, different or disparate sources of medicines information together and then coupled with the pathology and diagnostic imaging information and we know that there is increasing volumes of both um, well, medicines and pathology and diagnostic imaging information going into the record. And what we hear from clinicians who are using the record is that these are the uh, sorts of information that are having a downstream impact on their ability to uh, make clinical decisions about the patient, particularly when they're in front of them. Kate, in addition to the benefits we've already heard, is there any more that you'd like to add? Well, I can report that we've had uh, a patient at Bendigo Health who uh, wasn't able to provide information uh, about their, their medication and um, the emergency staff here in our hospital uh, accessed the, the My Health record and were able to find out um, information that, that meant that we didn't actually harm the patient coming coming in. So uh, it works. It's, it's, it's real uh, it's not. This is not theoretical. This is actually uh, a, an important tool for for patient safety. That that is, we're we're making it happen right now. Suzanne, 
I totally agree. Um, uh, this The medication issue is massive. Medication safety is massive. And primary care nurses would certainly um, echo those sentiments in being able to have access to medication changes that are made during an inpatient stay that traditionally we didn't get that information until days, sometimes a week or more after discharge. And that's really critical when we're trying to organise, you know, follow-up prescriptions and care for people and to make sure they're on the right drug at the right dose. I guess initially too for primary care nurses, um, speed was, was a great thing that changed for us with my health record. Chasing all that paper-based data, the results and the discharge summaries and the specialist letters and operation reports, it's really time-consuming and it really can delay the kind of care and the quality of the care that we can deliver on the ground where people live. And that's been, um, you know, the speed thing has, has just hit it out the park for us in the primary care space. And I guess something that 2020 has shown us is that nursing resources are actually finite. On a good day, there's time pressures to what we do. And on a bad day, like in a pandemic year, where nursing resources are stretched, the pressure's on us from all these different directions, you know, and adapting to things like telehealth and the demands of PPE and the impacts of chronic diseases on acute healthcare problems actually kind of pushed us into this digital health space. It, it encouraged us to embrace it as a concept, even if some of us who are a little resistant to change um, got dragged along on the ride. But at the end of the day, what My Health Record's done is it's given us tools to overcome some of the really significant challenges we were having in the sharing of information in a timely and accurate way. So, you know, the other thing it does is not only is the speed problem solved because I can get all that information in one place when I need it at point of care, but there's an accuracy issue here that speaks to patient safety like medication safety does as well. You know, I'm sure every health every healthcare professional can recall an instance when they've found patient information in a record that actually doesn't belong to the patient. It's the wrong person's or it's the wrong date of birth. Something doesn't line up. You know, and all those paper-based faxed information that needed to then be scanned or filed into a patient record. It was a flawed system. We acknowledge that. And that element has actually been removed now um, from the process and it has increased the accuracy of that information that we now have access to. And that's been a huge step forward for nurses working um, in different settings to where the originating information comes from. Sue? Thank you, Andrew. I was prompted to to think of a benefit that um, by Kate's comment about the fact this is a, a tool that's owned by the person themselves, which is a which is very different. It puts the the person in control, and this this is something we need to celebrate. It's a fantastic fantastic thing. Um, and I was reminded as well when Angela spoke about interoperability and, and how the systems do or don't connect up, older people are really surprised that the systems don't talk to each other. It's actually a bit of a mystery that that we don't have, um, although we would think that we know that privacy is incredibly important, there's also an assumption that we can access their history, their health information, that systems do talk to each other and that we all share comfortably. That really hasn't been the case as easily as it is now with the My Health Records. So I think this is just a fantastic uh, thing that we can share with their permission information, have access to things like 
uh, vaccinations. Um, influenza vaccine has become an incredibly important protective thing for people in, in um, who are ageing and living in residential aged care and in the community. So, you know, having that sort of immunisation record, having access to pathology and having access not just to a list of medications that have been ordered, but to actually be able to see those that have been dispensed. Um, it doesn't tell us if the medication has been taken, but it's another part of the picture that we can see that that medication that was ordered has been dispensed. And then we can speak to the person themselves about whether they've taken it and how they're finding their medication. And also um, the, the transitions of care. We're going to see more and more in the future, certainly arising from the Aged Care Royal Commission, but as a general trend anyway, people are wanting to stay at home and the My Health record will follow them and be there in the background wherever they may go, be it relocating to another state, be it travelling on holidays, which I hope we can do again soon, um, intrastate or, or interstate within Australia, uh, the My Health record goes with them. And then in those health bumps, those times when we do need to touch the public health system, perhaps with an admission to a hospital or the private health system or, um, you know, day surgery. So there's so many ways that older people um, are going to be, well, older people are going to be staying in the community longer and this record is going to follow them and really address those um, concerns around why don't you know my history. Moving on now, I'd just like to get your thoughts on, on what hopes you have for digital health and, and healthcare in the future. Kate, I might start with you on this one. Uh, hopes, I think, uh, picking up on on what everyone else has contributed, we all want uh, safe patient care and we, we actually want care for ourselves to work as well. So I would hope that that um, what does success look like, a connected system uh, where we can overcome the fragmentation that we've experienced, certainly in, in a sort of a paper, but also, you know, mixed modes uh, picture. Um, I would, I would, I think everyone wants access to to great care, and I think we've got that in our our health system. So, so that ability to continue and and to innovate and to improve is is really what drives uh, healthcare. So, I I would hope that we um, we've started off so well with with my health record, but there's still a lot of people, especially young people, who who don't see the need for it, and that's probably. Good if you haven't had to have interactions with the with the health system, but given that that um, almost I think half of the population have a chronic health condition, I, I think um, the the importance of of a connected system and and care at the right time for the right person can't be understated. So uh, I hope we continue, and that might be a conversation about funding uh, and uh, making sure that the the areas which which need to be improved, especially in light of um, pandemic, um, you know, we make sure that we continue to, to look after public health. Sue, what are your hopes for digital health and healthcare in the future? Um, I'm reminded of, you know, that the benefit my health record will have for children born today, um, that they're going to take this, their story their, or their medical history um, as they can, what they want to contribute to it with them. And that's got to be helpful in improving outcomes for people with chronic disease and um, the trajectory of, of, um, of people with complex needs uh, and just to know that they have that with them. I love the fact, I'm really hopeful that the portability is going to support um, both the social and recreational um, desires of, of, of us all, that we, we can move around, we can visit friends and we can, we can take that with us without having to put a piece of paper in our shoe as a lot of uh, people used to do. And um, the enabling, the enabling um, elements of it. 
I also love um, the break glass option that should there be some uh, traumatic event. And I hope that that might be helpful um, for people, for example, with um, history of anaphylaxis, which is something that I've recently experienced myself, um, that the break glass option can be a really safe thing for people um, who might, may be involved in motor vehicle accidents or some sort of event that they're not expecting. And I think my hope is too that the My Health Record will uh, provide support for nurses to make timely decisions to, to make good assessments and to create fantastic care plans um, with, with the older person. So it's a tool that sits alongside, it doesn't replace, but the, the My Health record will, will only enhance those systems moving forward. Um, and I'm a member of the Australian College of Nursing and I also hope that nurses around Australia, nurses and midwives, will take up the opportunities available for education, um, for scholarships and um, as mem with membership with the college uh, and also engaging with the agency's website to really understand, um, to develop their own knowledge and experience and be advocates for the My Health Record for patients, for people across Australia moving forward. And, and I think Kate's comment about what COVID has brought is, is so um, salient, you know, and particularly in the aged care setting, but also in hospitals, patients and, and older people in, in aged care settings have been isolated and we're, we're seeing that improve, but the My Health Record is an example of a tool that when families can't be there um, to hold your hand and provide the support, um, that hopefully the My Health Record will be able to be that record um, and help with that voice um, of the person to make sure that their care is safe and that we can provide the best quality care in those challenged circumstances that we've just been experiencing. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks, Sue. Suzanne, did you want to add anything about your hopes for the future of digital healthcare before we move on? Yeah, I guess that um, the, one of the main things from the primary healthcare space is that we want to see that push for embedding my health record into existing medical software keep rolling out. You know, you can't redesign an entire health system from the ground up. It When you bring in something that's so new and so revolutionary, um, across a whole health system, primary care, tertiary care, rural and remote care across a country that has this, these great geographical challenges, that it has to somehow use what is already there. And the continued expansion of the ability to embed my health record into existing medical record software makes sense, but it's also going to make it easier for nurses like me to use. You know, stuff does at some point need to be user-friendly. We need to be able to access it when we need to. We need to be able to manipulate it and add to it and take from it and look at it with patients when we need to. And if that's a technically difficult thing to do, nurses on the ground are, you know, I guess less likely to to want to keep going in that direction. So this work is just well underway across general practice and hospitals and pharmacies. It's expanding into aged care, as Susan said, you know, mental health services, lots of areas. And as we push this out through all the areas of our healthcare system, it will increase that ability for the patient's health history to travel with them when they do move, when they do change doctors, when they go on holidays and all those great things. And also, like Susan said, as they age, you know, and in your own health history is hard to recall after a lot of years, I guess. So the fact that the information will always be there 
and it will always be accessible and it will always be accurate is awesome. And we just need to continue that work for it to be easy to use, I guess, easy for healthcare professionals to interact with every day with every patient. What advice would you give to other nurses who want to assist their organisation to adopt digital health tools? Suzanne, some final advice from you? First thing for nurses to do is do your homework. Where are your gaps in your digital health knowledge and the career and education frameworks that are available to nurses um, is a really good place to start with that. And then use that information and formulate a plan for your own professional development to close those gaps. The Australian Digital Health Agency's learning modules for nurses are a really great place to start if this stuff is all new to you. Then you can use that. You can use that as an example to talk to your organisation leaders to say, this is how I did it. This is how we can apply it to other nurses in our organisation. The other thing not to forget is to also look at your own organisation's quality improvement principles and frameworks. Within your organisation, this will highlight opportunities for more engagement um, by your organisation in digital health. We've talked a little bit today about the patient safety and medication safety issue, which these are huge priorities for all organisations involved in healthcare delivery. And improving digital health participation can be a clear answer to quality improvement in patient safety for where you work. Sue? Thank you, Andrew. Currently, there is a project underway within the within the agency called the Aged Care Connection and Use Project. So, we will see uh, increasingly support and education training tools targeted specifically at supporting the nurses and all of the uh, interprofessional practice um, that happens. You know, nurses in aged and community care work together with multiple health professionals and practitioners. Um, And as we mentioned earlier, that there are a lot of transitions uh, to other networks and groups of people. So the Aged Care Connection and Use Project will provide some really clear guidance as to how provider organisations can engage and how nurses as individuals can engage. And I agree with Suzanne that look at your continued quality and continuous improvement structures within your organisation. Be an advocate. Put your hand up, stand up up and and, um, speak to the people if you're in a position of influence to find out how we can enhance the use of the My Health Record in the aged and community care sector and um, or partner with your the people that you work with and ask the questions of the organisation. What are we doing? How are we using this tool? What can we do to support older people? And how can you provide us with support to access information that's going to help us with with interprofessional practice? I want to make an additional comment too that I didn't do so far around the benefit of the Advanced Care Directive and the repository for that in the My Health Record. I think the the use of, uh, that is an incredibly important tool and um, palliative care is going to be increasingly part of what is provided in residential aged care and in the community. So the My Health Record as a repository for the Advanced Care Directive is an incredibly important part um, of the benefits case for the My Health Record. And Kate, some final thoughts from you? Uh, thank you. I'm, I'm thinking about uh, what nurses do uh, as as they provide care and uh, how technology supports us to to provide care and just a comment about data so we are we are collectors gatherers of data and we have been for 
literally centuries now. Uh, so, so one of the the really important things that is that is coming with um, the implementation of, of digital health and uh, electronic medical records is the ability for for nurses to use the data that they they collect to evaluate the care that we provide. So uh, I think it's really important that uh, that nurses recognise it's not just about uh, machines coming in and, and, you know, things, machines, things that go ping. This is, this is about how we use analytics and, uh, and own our care, own our data. Um, and it's part of contemporary practice. So we need nurses and midwives who are happy speaking health IT as well as clinical languages so that we can start shaping some of the decisions that, that need to occur around uh, yeah, what, what tools we use and, and why they're valuable. Every visit to a healthcare professional or a hospital or another medical facility may result in important information about their health being created and stored at that specific location. Digital health allows this information to be more easily shared between the healthcare providers involved in their care. The My Health Record system will give patients 24-7 access to a summary of their health information from anywhere in Australia, the ability to track their medications, immunisations and allergies, more understanding of their health status and more involvement in the healthcare decisions affecting them, the ability to share their important health information with all healthcare providers involved in their care, using your existing clinical software, you can readily access My Health Record System and download and contribute up-to-date information about your patient's health to supplement the information you receive directly from other healthcare providers. This includes medical history, details of allergies, adverse drug reactions and immunisations, any medications that have been prescribed and dispensed, hospital discharge summaries, specialist letters, all of that important information. And this information can be of particular benefit for new patients, and it also helps you develop a complete picture of the patient's history so that you have the right information for the right person at the right time, at the point of care. Thank you so much to my panel today, Angela, Suzanne, Sue, Kate. You've given us a great insight into how the My Health Record and Digital Health uh, is impacting nursing around the country. So thank you for your time. And thank you to everyone for listening. <laughs>